0: On today's episode we're going to talk about how to be more empathetic, how Disney is the epicenter of all things business and how to focus on the top that stands for team offer and process. Let's go.
1: This is the Blind Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs and business professionals execute their vision by guiding them to profitability. Today, we have a dear friend of mine, a guy that I've known for a very long time. His name is Joe Pardo, Super Joe Pardo, to those of you on the interwebs. Joe Pardo is the owner of 234 Solutions, LLC. Business is in Joe's DNA. Being a fourth-generation business owner and growing up in his family's $100 million company has enabled him to be an innovative business consultant. Helping companies around the world to create and save jobs is his passion. Joe, how is your day going? It is
0: going incredible. Super, if you will. You uh, that's so happy to be here. Uh, thank you for having me on, Jonathan.
1: Yeah, anytime, man. But before we get into the heavy-hitting questions, I have to start to set the podcast off the same way I do every single time, and that's with an icebreaker. So imagine you just had the absolute best day of your life. Where are you going to eat? What are you going to order in order to make your day complete?
0: Oh man, um, oh that, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, it, if I'm going, uh, pro- probably just having having a meal cooked by my wife because I don't cook. You know that that to me is 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 awesome. But as a runner up, uh, there's a there's a great meal that I get from uh, a local place called Chicanis. Uh, you, I'm sure you've heard of it, being from around here um and the what is it the their crab cakes are really really good uh with with spaghetti which uh it's uh, i get the um uh pappardelle spaghetti have you have you had pappardelle before
1: i for some reason i can't picture it but i'm sure i have
0: super thick it's like it's okay. it's like th- picture linguini but like two or three times that like width wise nice. it's really good I, so, I love
1: it so if you're if your wife were to cook what would she be making in order to make the day complete
0: then Oh man, pretty much anything Mexican or any, uh, the, she makes really awesome cheesesteaks, nice. uh, really, really awesome cheesesteaks. Nice. So yeah, w- one of those two would be great or chili. She does really good chili too.
1: Not bad. Not bad. So without further ado, Joe, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you and what is your story?
0: Oh man. So I am a, a, an entrepreneur since a very, very young. Um, and I just, I just love making people happy. Uh, happy in their life, happy in their work, uh, like in their work environment. And, um, you know, from, from the age of six, I wanted to be a child psychologist, but I I really didn't like going to school. So for me, it was like, eh, you know, I, I. I'm not I'm I don't think I could stick out 10 years of school to be a a child psychologist. I, I wanted to be that at 6 to help other kids going through divorce like me. Got a little bit older, got into DJing, which really helped me um get out of my shell and stop being so shy. I was a computer gamer growing up, so still am today, but you know, it, it's um but I have broken out of that shell for sure, uh, thanks to DJing and and thanks to all that. And then growing up in my family's business, uh, you know, starting from sweeping the floors and counting inventory and and uh, being you know around my my grandfather, my dad making uh, those deals uh, that helped grow the business to the, to that hundred million dollar uh, range is. You know, it just taught me so much. And then towards the end of that career, uh, when before I left in 2014, uh, the biggest accomplishment that I had had was I I took our inventory down from um, a little over five million dollars down to 2.5 million dollars in in under two years time, while still purchasing over a million dollars a month. In inventory uh, for the locations, we had 11 locations, uh, two two repair shops, uh, a trucking business that got to 35 trucks. Uh, and as well as a brokerage company and a properties company. So like the whole everything, it wasn't just one thing that did it, but the parts company was the big hub of everything. That's where like a lot of money came in through, uh, and a lot of that value came in. Uh, we were the largest independent, uh, truck parts, um, company on the East coast, uh, thanks to the work of my grandfather and my dad. So, um, so yeah, in 2014, I, I decided to leave to go start my own venture. Um, I started up a podcast. It was start it started out as the Dreamers Podcast. It's now called the Business Podcast. It just won uh an award uh from the podcastawards.com, the twelfth annual podcastawards.com, I should say. And I, I, you know, I've written three books. Uh I still do a little bit of DJing here and there, but not really out of parties, more for the art of it. I do a lot of speaking engagements. Uh, I spoke at the United Nations last year, which feels like, oh man, it doesn't even feel like it was a year ago, um, st- sitting in that room with the little uh, earpieces and the tiny microphones. Uh, I started up the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference for p- other podcasters because I love podcasting and I love bringing people together um, and I love hosting events. So it, I started that up. I run DreamCon, which is the annual a- anniversary of the B the, the Business Podcast. And uh, I've designed shirts shot films. Uh, I do a YouTube channel now. So I, I do lots and lots of things. I'm working on my fourth book right now called sales will not save your business. Uh, the book cover is actually almost done. I just sent back for some revisions. I'm almost done. The first draft, uh, edits so that we can get it out there and and start helping business owners uh, focus on the top, which stands for team offer and process. Uh, Because to me, I'm a process guy at heart. uh, And, and I really want people to get things into a process so they can grow them bigger, especially if you're in a position where it's like, if you're an older person and you're trying to like, Hey, I want to sell my business. And, but if the whole business like comes down to you, the, and you, you sell the business and you leave, what is the worth really there at that point, right? You, you, you're devaluing what you've actually built. So you can strengthen that value. You can strengthen that exit strategy by having that process. So I think, that's, I think that pretty much covers everything that, about me.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, there's so much to even discuss. There's so much to, to talk about. But there's one overarching theme that I hear when uh, you explain all the things that you do. Um, and that's the genuine, the, the gen, your genuine ability to want to, to, to care about people, to want, to want to see them succeed. So how does all of that fit in to who you are today and where you're, you're growing your business to be?
0: You know, I think when, uh, when people look at, um, what, you know, how they can get somewhere, get where they want to go. Uh, I think it's it's it comes back to the whole like I got to give first and then, you know, people will 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 react to that and then I can react to that. Um, you know, giving on my end, I, I try to give as much as I possibly can to every person that I can. Um, it's it's important because you know, to me, having friends is everything. I mean, so much so that even when I go travel, like we, we went to Italy, um, like five years ago for our honeymoon, me and my wife. And you know, it's great. Oh, cool. Like there's the Coliseum and stuff like that stuff's cool. But what's really cool to me is the stories of the, from the people that I got to meet on the cruise, uh, the, the, all of the uh, the tour guides, the stories I got to learn from them, from the the culture of you know so, you know it's comes, you know it's in my family background as an Italian or part Italian at this point. But anyway, you know the stories and the people. Um, one thing is funny odd about me though is that I don't write books, right? I uh, I or I'm sorry, I do write books. I don't read books. <laughs> anyway, uh, when. Um, when people are like Joe, how do you write books but you don't read books? I'm like because I have conversations with people, and I every person has a book inside of them, at least one, right? Um, I feel like when I have conversations with people, I'm pulling those books out of those people and learning from their experiences and everything, which gives me that advantage to grow and learn so much more and be, um, you know, beyond my years as far as uh, understanding of what's going on around me. So yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I don't I don't read, but I, I, I do write. And uh I think that that um listening is about giving as much as it is about receiving because I have to give that space for to you know to listen to somebody. So I have to give my my time, my effort, um, my my patience and my um ability to focus to that person. Um, for me to be able to receive, so I think it, that that's like a real basic yeah. uh, view of it.
1: Yeah, no, that that makes complete sense. So, of all the giving that you do and all the listening you've interviewed, how many people on your podcast now?
0: Uh, it's it's close to three hundred. There's over three hundred episodes right now. I think we're at like three fifty something like that but um but i haven't not every episode 316 but not every episode has a person on it so like it's probably close to about 300 people
1: so of all the, the the summarization of everybody that you've talked to and even the books that you're writing now what is that process that we should be thinking about and implementing in our business in order for us to succeed
0: The process that you should be implementing is your ability to be empathetic, your ability to be able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. You know, people say, oh, Joe, you're such a nice guy. You're such a nice guy. Like, yeah, no, that's cool. But like, that's not my goal is to be nice. My goal is to be empathetic. And and to be able to put myself and see into their shoes, see it from a different perspective and understand where that perspective is coming from. You know, I have friends that are uh, very, very diverse from my views, whether it's, you know, religious or political or or just, you know, how they see the world in general. And it's so I utilize that to see what the other side like how I don't think is. Right. So being able to be empathetic um, is is uh, now not necessarily doing it to a fault, but doing it to a point where you can see the other side and how they're understanding. So you can grab an understanding and learn from that, because the, the thing the, the key here is, is if you're not learning, then you're not growing. And if you're not lear- if you're not growing, then you're dying. Yeah,
1: no, it's very true. I, it's it's interesting because I've been thinking and hearing um reading a lot about empathy were you always this person of um thinking about others and how they feel and and putting yourself in their shoes or has this been something that you've been kind of training yourself um to be more empathetic throughout the course of your business career
0: oh definitely uh from a young age so i mean i was i was a little brat growing up like like little like when i was little little right when i got to about you know five uh five six years old something started to, to shift, um, something started to shift, it, it, but it wasn't like a dramatic shift. I mean, like I said before, I like grow, I remember crying on my grandparents' floor because I wanted to be a child psychologist when I grew up. And, uh, and I was crying because I was the only boy in the, in, in the family. I was, you know, we didn't have any cousins on that side and my, there was my sister. But, um, at the time I felt like, oh, I'm expected to take over this business. And my grandfather and my grandmother said, no, no, you you can do whatever you want. If you want to be a street sweeper, you can do that. You just do it to the best of your ability, right? So, um you know it would be a few more years from there that i would learn uh through the course of like some not some great experiences uh and and over time learn to be more empathetic and learn to be more in tune when i hit middle school um that's when i started to really hit my stride as far as like caring about other people and and then right through high school and and just carried it right through there. I haven't I, I you know I've changed my views a little bit, but for the most part it's been pretty consistent since uh since about middle school. Very cool. So 15, you know, 15 years, 20, yeah. over over 15 years.
1: So um uh, the 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 Blind Entrepreneur podcast talks about and helping entrepreneurs uh, get out of that state of being blind in business. Tell me about a time that you felt lost or you felt blind in your business and how did you overcome it?
0: So my business really, (laughs) I didn't know what it was going to look like for a long, like a long time before I had the courage to leave my family's business. It was a four year process of me going through talking with certain friends um, about whether or not I should leave you know what would that look like do i go back to school do i figure out like what am i going to do um and it wasn't until uh 2013 so like i was you know kicking around the idea back in like 2009 you know about like well what if i went back to school cuz i don't have a degree um didn't didn't complete college uh but it when I finally decided that I wanted to leave, I still had no idea. So it was 2013, summer 2013. I went to my dad's house. I just got done. It's a perfect example. I just got done helping my friend pack up his house, uh, which is right around the corner from my house. I live in the house that I grew up in. I bought it from my dad back in 09. I helped him pack up his stuff so that he could move up to New York the next day. I take, I borrow my friend's car because I had, I was the one that got the truck, so I didn't have my car. I borrow my friend's car, go over to my dad's house, and say, uh, "I'm, I'm ready to to move on," and I don't know what that looks like. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to school, uh, and and figure and just try to figure it out from there. Uh, it would be another eight months before I finally left. But the lesson that I learned from that, from there, was, you know, it's it's okay to to experiment and try things out. So, like one of the things I did while I was uh, while I was going back to school before I left my family's business at the end, I I went to a bunch of networking events, and one of the networking event events I went to was at the uh, Sixers game. So I was like, oh, you know, I love sports. I'd love to get involved with sports. This is, you know, maybe this is for me. Um, this this could be great. Well, I met a bunch of people there, and one of the people I met there is actually a guest that I had on my show not too long after. We we got to talk, and we ended up talking the whole through like some of the game, and then even out into the parking lot, and became friends. We've gone out to dinner, and and uh, in fact, I hope to see him soon. But uh, you know, he works at the ECHL, and he uh, he's like, you know, Joe. He's like, sports doesn't really seem like it's for you, like. Because we got to talking and he's like, he's like I'm just going to be honest. He's like, I don't I don't think that's for you because you seem to put too much value on what you, you know, the life and the experience that you're living. Because like you've already lived a, an experience where your business, the business is running your life 24 seven, even though you're not even at the, like you're not even the president of it. But you're like always on call, always there. Doesn't matter if you're on vacation, like you're picking up your phone like and you're you, you left all that. So why, why, why would you want to do this? So it, it was, to me, I saw it as a win and I think it's really important for people to say, okay, I wanted to try this thing. I went, I networked successfully in one night, met someone, became friends with them enough for them to tell me, you know, Joe, I don't think that this is for you. And here's all the reasons why, um, you know, after that, uh, I was coming out with my first DJ album called Adventuratorium. Uh, You can check it out on my website. Uh, It's Disney music mashed up with hip hop instrumentals. It's, it tells the story of up. It's pretty awesome. Anyway, we, uh, it was coming out and I was doing a bunch of podcasting interviews and that's when, uh, I was, I was actually on a flight to Disney world and, and I asked my friend, I said, Hey, Uh, sitting next to me, I was like, hey, have you heard of any other Disney podcasts other than these like 120 that I've written on a spreadsheet to like reach out to that I've already reached out to about this album? And he's like, oh, yeah, the blah, blah, blah. And then he told me about this other show. And he's like, oh, all this person does is interview entrepreneurs. And I was like, oh, I didn't I never really thought about podcasting as a way of just interviewing people because all the shows I was trying to go on were like roundtable discussions that turned into The Dreamers podcast, when the plane landed, registered the domain name, the uh, Twitter handle and the Facebook page before we got to the rental car. I was I was ready. Two weeks later, I had my first episode and three and a half years later, it's now an award winning podcast called The Business Podcast featuring Super Joe Pardo. Uh, And it's 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 been a really incredible ride. The people I've gotten to meet, the the experiences I've gotten to have. uh, It's just absolutely incredible absolutely incredible. I'm super proud of that. And I think so. So the lesson there is like, don't be afraid to to try things and figure it out. Um, You know, what I do is I did a lot of studying because I had all I had on my hand was time at that point. You know, I was I wasn't going to work. I was trying to figure out like, OK, to, you know, a month after I left, there's this podcast thing in front of me. Uh, and but podcasting, I knew even from the beginning, like that wasn't going to be the thing that makes a ton of money. Right. I was like, I'm going to write books. I'm going to be doing speaking engagements. I'm going to have people hire me as a coach or consultant for their business. You know, there's there's all these different avenues. I just need to to get, you know, start start the show, you know? As as uh as the muppets would say.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 interesting. And a thought that comes to mind and and this is more like a selfish personal question, not so much a question for the for the listeners. <laughs> Um, but being that I've known you for a while, it, it, it would I, I d- I'm just curious, um, dreamers, um, Disney, you going to Disney, there's all, s- there's, there's a correlation there. What is it about Disney that, that I guess you can translate into business or if there is any correlation to that at all?
0: Oh, there it is. So, I, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this over the last couple of months and everything goes back to Disney from a young age when I got to go uh, with my family. Even as a kid, like I remember being in like third, fourth, fifth grade and being like, OK, how much money does it cost to go to Disney? Because I'll just work at in the warehouse to make that much money. And it was like the magic number was like two thousand dollars. Like, oh, if you had two thousand dollars, you could totally go to Disney. And um. So, yeah, Disney is, is, is the key there. I, it comes back down to experience and process, right? Um, the, the magical experience that you get to have when you go there. Um, if you can't see past the fact that, like, okay, it's just a light. Well, it's not just a light. It's a candle that's shaped like a fire that it gives you that experience that this is real, this is this is something that is is real. If you can't get past that, then it's it's you're not going to find the magic either, and that's okay. Um, but the the happiness, the joy that it brings to people is, it, I mean, it's incredible. It's it's absolutely incredible. There's a place in this world, or t- well, a couple of places in this world, that people can go to that that brings so much joy that they're willing to not only spend a lot of money, but every year spend more money because it just keeps getting more and more expensive. Um, you know, it's, it being, um, in that, that frame of mind as a child as well is super important. That's why my second book is a coloring book, how to dream big and win. It's a coloring book for adults and kids to get you in that frame of mind of being a kid, right. And going through that process, that process I had to figure out when I was getting ready to leave my family's business, that, um, that book would have really helped because you, you, you have to be able to focus on like, What's the end result? What do I want my life to look like? So then I can figure out all this other stuff, how to get there. Cause I'm not going to get there with a bunch of debt and I'm not going to get to where I want with, unless that is where I want to head. Like it, it all depends on where, where the, what the end result is going to look like. So if you start there and work backwards, it's so much easier to like, to, 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 to you know, to see it. The other thing is, is the vision that Disney world brings to the table, Disney world, Disneyland brings to the table. Um, you know, having a place, if you took, epcot right like epcot's awesome but to me it's awesome because of where it's located if you took epcot out and you popped it in utah it might be like i have like a cult following but i don't think it would have the same magic appeal even if everything else stayed the same because it's like okay it's just a bunch of countries like that's cool but it's what makes it really cool is is it's not it's just part of the experience as a whole it's not the whole experience so uh i don't know if that answered your question
1: no it definitely does um i i think the answer is whatever it is that you that you say it is and and to me disney is a very magical place as well um fun fun question Uh, of all the the lands so to speak um which park do you think is is your uh is like your go-to what's your favorite
0: Oh, that's easy. That would be uh, uh, Tomorrowland because it has the Carousel, Progress, Space Mountain, um, the 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 People Mover. Yeah, easy.
1: Yeah, nice, very cool. It's kind of like um, that's a that's a co- correlation to who you are as a business professional too. You're always thinking ahead. So um, we we've asked so many uh, important questions, uh, and I want to change the conversation up a little bit to be a little bit more fun, a little bit more about you as a person. If there was anyone in this world that you would like to meet uh, to further help your business or your, your your business acumen, who would you want to meet and why would you want to meet them? And and it could be living or dead.
0: Uh, specifically about business. Okay. Um,
1: well, actually, we can open up the conversation to any of them, anybody.
0: Well, because that answer, that answer is – di- there's two different answers there. So my per- my per- my answer that's not related to business – uh, would be Kanye West. I don't know if I have to follow that with much else, but uh, <laughs> but my answer for business, um, oh, man, it would it would probably have to be uh, it would it would probably for for business specifically. I mean, I think the easy answer is Steve Jobs. I think the to me, I think the the maybe the better answer is is Bill Gates. Um I mean, I love Apple, you know, Steve Jobs, he's amazing, you know, watched every documentary I can get my hands on and, and all that. But um but the thing about Bill Gates is he, you know, he fought through something that um that Apple didn't really have to fight through because they were creating it. Right. So so Apple, like, had the operating system and they built the 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 experience as a whole. Um, but he uh, but Bill Gates had to had to combat that. Right. He had to figure out how to get around the fact that that was the case. I think from a business perspective, I, I, I would I would say him. I mean, my other answer would be Steve Jobs for, you know, Kanye West. Steve Jobs would be the other two. But yeah,
1: no, that's a good uh good answers um something about business that's really important is our habits so what are some habits that uh that have helped you become more efficient throughout your day um so
0: i would start with sleep <laughs> that's the that's a number number one key there you know uh everyone likes to say oh you need to grind your face off man hustle your face off it's it's so uh, you gotta do it you gotta do it like you're right you do you know, when the trips are down, you got to be able to swing the bat, but you also need to know how to take care of yourself, right? In the picture, uh, in the case of like when you go on a plane, they show you put your mask on first, then put your kid's mask on. You can't take care of someone else if you're not taking care of yourself. You can't take care of other people in your business if you're constantly strung out uh, and, and like not prepared for what you know, the, the situation is, if you're not prepared to think about the solutions that are in front of you. So sleep, it all starts with sleep, right? Eating is, you know, important too and all that. But, but if you're not getting the sleep and, and eating can play a factor in sleep and there's lots of studies and things all, we don't have to go all down that, that road, but you know, make sure that you're, you're getting enough sleep. Um, and the, 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 one hack that I use is I, I make sure I try to, before I had kids, it was a lot easier, uh, to sleep, uh, within the cycles. So an hour and a half is a cycle, give or take. So you, if you, as long as you wake up at the end of a cycle, you're going to have the best day ever every time. Um, but if you have a kid or kids, it's, it can be very difficult to do that. So, but, but one of the ways that I try to make that happen, um, is by going to sleep by like nine 30, right? So, so that way she's going to bed at like seven, seven thirty. I'm going to bed within two hours after that, so I have time to do some work. And this is for like your entrepreneurs that are, you know, the side hustlers and stuff like that. I'll get some work done, um, and then I can go and relax and go to sleep. It's just it, you wake up so much earlier. You get you 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 can do so much more early in the morning. It's just it's just better. The earlier you can go to sleep, the better.
1: So you, you go to bed around like uh, nine thirty. You wake up around when?
0: Uh usually it's like between around five thirty, 30 between 5 and five thirty. i forget what the actual it all depends on what you know what time i actually get to bed you know my goal is to go to bed at nine thirty, but sometimes it doesn't happen till 10 and it depends but um but yeah so so usually but uh, between 5 and five thirty, we get up
1: yeah that makes sense no that's good uh, i would love to i envy the uh, the idea of uh of being a morning person unfortunately i i i'm i'm so engaged in- used to being a night owl. It's, it's it's hard to switch. Um, my, my last major question for you is the blind entrepreneur. This podcast was created for individuals who may be temporarily blind in business cannot see the obvious. So to those individuals, what are three pieces of advice that you would give to a fellow entrepreneur?
0: Okay. So the first one is don't be afraid to ask, right? That's that's number one um, asking people for for not only advice, but their opinion, their opinion might not be what you think it is. So, like, let's say you're trying to create a better pen, right? Um, if I hand you this pen, I don't want to my 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 ask is for you to give me feedback on that pen. My what I shouldn't be doing is telling you what or why or how, because it'll infect how you think about it. Um and I don't want you, like my impression of it or what my why, why or what I've created to 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 be like oh now I see it like well that's great but that's not going to help you sell any if you have to go around and tell everyone like oh you're using it upside down yep. I can't and I'm dropping things um, so you know it's really it's really important to to, to you know learn to ask um, ask for advice ask for help um, ask you know, ask for the sale if you have to, it's, it's (laughs) learning to ask is super important. Another, uh, another piece of advice would be, uh, you know, don't be afraid to experiment. You know, you're not going to get it right on the first try. Uh, it, it, it's take, it took me a lot of episodes to get to the point where I didn't feel like I had to edit my episodes anymore. It took me a lot of time to, it took me, What was it? I did. uh, Was it like two or three months, like three months of daily YouTube videos? um, And I didn't feel like I even started to get close to good till about a month and a half of doing daily videos. So like you can speed that process up. So here's the thing. If you if you're doing if you're going to do something, commit to it and get it done as, as like as many as you can so that you get really, really good at the process. Then you can slow it down. Like I used to do my show five days a week, and and that way I was able to get like a lot better in a hurry. Versus like if I do one, you know, one a week, uh, I would be much slow, like behind, further behind in my process of of getting better at it. Um, so you know, I did all those daily videos. I started to get better at it. Now I don't do them. I do them weekly, right? So that way, um, I have more time to write my books. I have more time to to enjoy life. I have more time to focus on my clients. I have more time to do everything else that's going on in my, in my world. Um, so, so yeah, two, two is to make sure you're doing a lot of it, right. To get really good at it. Um, and really focus on that one thing at a time, you know, do one thing well at a time. Uh, and, and finally would be, you know, I I mean, this is one, but I would say that it's, it's really three is, is I say, focus on the top, right. Um, so focus on the, the team that you're going to build. If you, if you need a team at first, if the team is you, then you make sure, again, make sure you're doing that self-care, the offer. If you don't have the offer yet, or you haven't started to build out the offer. So I had a friend come over the other day and was like, I want to do this thing. I was like, okay. They're like, I have this location. I have my, 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 this other person's building the business plan, blah, 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 blah. And I was like. Have you have you done the thing yet? Like, have you made your first pen yet? And he's like, "Well, no." I'm like, "Great. Why don't we make the first pen first, <laughs> and then we'll talk about all the other things? You know, make something that people actually want first, um and then you can start to figure out like, you know, how much to charge and and all those other things will come and will start to fall into place. But you, you know, get get something people actually want first, uh and then the process. So. You know, make everything you possibly can into a process. You'll save time. You'll be able to accomplish a lot more with a less with less amount of people and a lot less time. Um, but, you know, make sure overall, like I was saying with the offer, don't put the cart before the horse. You know, figure out what the path is going to look like. And then – own that vision you know when i was telling my dad like hey i'm gonna write these books there's this podcast it's gonna lead people to the books it's gonna lead people to my talks it's gonna lead people to uh my my online courses it's gonna lead people to all this stuff didn't understand a word of it just didn't see how all the things i was doing was connected three and a half years later he gets it like he's like oh wow i see it now like i see what you did and that's really cool and i'm like well that's awesome but you know that's three and a half years later Uh, but the thing is, is you have to be confident in in what you're going to offer, what you're going to, to do so that when other people ask you, you have an answer. And the last thing I will leave you with on that is, um, When I left my family's business and I started up this podcast and I really, I was still trying to figure out like, okay, what's everything going to look like? How am I going to get it to a point where I'm making enough money where I can afford to do all these other things without slowing down the podcast, which ultimately I had to slow down the podcast, which is fine. I had a huge backlog at that point. People would ask me, Joe, how are you going to make any money or how much money have you made from this podcast? And I'd say, you know... Jonathan, if I was in school right now, the last question you would ask me is how much money have I made from being in school? It's a learning process. You have to be willing to learn. If you're not willing to take it all the way back to the beginning, if you're not willing to learn, then you're not willing to grow. And if you're not growing, you're dying. You Got to be willing to learn. Take self self self-evaluate constantly. Be self-aware of what you're doing, how you're doing it. Um, Be self-aware. Like even I mean, they can't see this video, can they? Yeah. Oh, they can see this video. Okay. Be aware of like the background. See everything that's behind me is in a position for except for that box. That box behind me is not supposed to really be there. But everything is is set up this way to build that that character of my my office of my studio. You know? It's all very intentional. So be very intentional with your stuff.
1: Very good. Well, Joe, it's been an absolute honor uh, thank you so much. You have successfully completed the podcast, so congratulations to you, good sir. Uh, Woo! The next thirty seconds. Yeah, exactly. Clap it up. The next thirty seconds is all yours. Go ahead and tell everyone how they can learn more about you, be a part of your journey, and potentially become a customer in buying a book or or uh, c- consulting uh, or even uh, having you speak at their at their next event.
0: Absolutely, Soesthal, thank you so much Santa, for the honor to to come be on your show. um I really do appreciate it uh they, everything is that super joepardo.com. It doesn't matter if you spell my last name wrong or not. You'll go to the same place. It's P-A-R-D-O, not T-O, but it doesn't matter. Um, you can get my podcast there. You can get my videos there. I do do vlogs uh, as well as business lessons. Right now, I've taken a break from the uh, the business lessons just because I'm writing my fourth book, Sales won't, uh, Will Not Save Your Business. Focus on the top. Uh, you can get my blog there where I do do write articles from time to time. It, it's been a little slow while working on the book. Consulting. If you want to learn how to grow your business way faster not only can you watch the videos not only will you be able to get my fourth book um but you know click on the grow your business button at the top uh and learn how you can work with me i i love working with entrepreneurs bigger businesses corporations um you know there's if you want to learn more about content i have uh courses there my three books uh what the first one was fe- fe- uh, featured on huffington post uh it's 31 life-changing concepts uh You can get everything. You can learn more uh, at superjoepardo.com.
1: Awesome, Joe. Thank you guys who are still watching and listening for always liking, commenting, and subscribing. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and head over to theblindentrepreneur.com for more interviews. Being blind in business is temporary, and I hope that after listening to the wisdom of Joe, you are now able to see more clearly. Go out there and execute your vision. Have a good rest of your day. Woo! Thank you so much for watching this video, don't forget to follow me on any and all social media platforms using the long last name above followed by the letter J. If you want to get lost into the dark abyss of YouTube, click either left or right for another video. And finally, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. No seriously, don't forget.